You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, Smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you so much once again for joining us here at smallcapvoice.com for our online business briefing. And as you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith. And once again, we're shining a spotlight on one of the smartest and freshest plays out there in the market today. It's currently traded on the OTCQB exchange under the ticker symbol TGCB, and that's Tago Cyber Incorporated. We're lucky enough to be joined by the Chief Executive Officer for the company, Shannon Wilkinson. Shannon, how are you today? I'm great, Stuart. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to call in, speak to your shareholders, as well as our listeners. Now, for our listeners, if you would, let's start off with you telling us a little bit about Tego Cyber Incorporated. Yeah, sure. So we're headquartered and located in Las Vegas, Nevada, where we incorporated in September 2019. And really what our management and co-founding team saw was a opportunity within the emerging cyber threat intelligence market for our cyber threat intelligence platform, which I think I'll talk about a little bit later, but really filling the gap and ending some of the frustrations that are out there for cyber threat intelligence. And as you mentioned, we recently started trading on the OTCQB um, under the stock symbol TGCB. Um, so really, we purpose-built the company to go public um, from the very get-go in order to help fund our research and development of our platform through getting friends and family involved in the company. Well, you really couldn't have picked a better time for your company to go public with the cyber attacks being in the forefront of the news. But let's talk a little bit about the market for your company specifically. What is the market potential that Tago Cyber is looking to tap into? Right. So there's a ton of statistics out there about cyber security and cyber crime, but just a, a couple to throw out there are that connected computers or computers that are connected to the internet are attacked on average every 39 seconds. If you multiply that by the day, that's about uh, 2,200 times per day. And then if you're an enterprise, multiply that by 100 computers or 1,000 computers, and you see how quickly, exponentially, the, the amount of cyber attacks and the amount of information that comes at a cybersecurity team has to deal with on a daily basis. It, it's staggering. Um, and, of course, through the pandemic, we've seen an exponential rise in cybercrime as well. The FBI reports that there's been a 300% increase in cybercrime since the pandemic started. Um, as well as we find on average, um, organizations take a long time to be able to identify attackers within their networks if their enterprise is compromised. Uh, it takes about 206 days for an organization to realize that they're attacked. Now, more recently, we've seen news that talks about um, it's somewhere between 11 to 24 days that enterprises take to realize that they're enterprise has been compromised, but that's not necessarily because we have better protections and we're doing a good job monitoring, but it's because cyber criminals are launching their attacks faster once they compromise an environment. So, um, you know, those are just some of the statistics. Um, the cybersecurity market itself is huge. Um, it's currently worth, I think, about $170 billion. Um, it's growing at a rate of something like 20% per year. And specifically, the 
market segment that Tego sits in, which is the emerging cyber threat intelligence market, I think that's somewhere about $5 billion and also growing at a rate about 20% per year. It's also one of the fastest growing market segments within cybersecurity, and it's growing at twice the rate of the overall cybersecurity market itself. Fascinating stuff. Thanks for giving us that context as we move forward in this interview. Well, let's change gears then and talk about how you address it there at Tego. Describe your product and how you intend on taking it into the market. Sure. So I mentioned that our product is the Cyber Threat Intelligence Platform. Uh, We abbreviate the Tego Threat Intelligence Platform. You may see it as TTIP. But really what the Threat Intelligence Platform does is it takes all the disparate information that's out there about threats from different data sources. And then our platform goes through a proprietary process of compiling the information, analyzing it, deduplicating it, because we don't want to just throw out, you know, the same information over and over. Um, And then we also take this very important step of adding context and adding additional information that security operations teams need. Um, And that's something that's missing from a lot of threat threat intelligence platforms is that context, the information that the security operations teams need when an incident occurs. Um, And then an important piece of that is after our platform goes through its process, then we send the data to the customer's environment. So it's the idea of a single pane of glass, but we're not forcing the customers to come over to Tego's platform and log into our website and log into our platform to get the information they need. Instead, we're integrating into their existing cybersecurity tools increasing the efficiency, increasing return on investment of the existing cybersecurity tools that an enterprise uses. So the first integration of the Tego Threat Intelligence Platform is to the well-known SIM platform known as uh, Splunk. And uh, we're building on top of their existing customer base. Splunk has somewhere about 15,000 clients worldwide. I think they're growing at a rate about 450 new clients every quarter. Um, And so we're sitting on top of that existing customer base of the Splunk platform. Um, Another nice thing about Splunk is that they have something very much like the App Store for your mobile phone. They have something known as Splunk Base where they encourage developers to develop add-ons for their platform to give value to their customers. So we will be in the future going through a process of applying to get our threat intelligence platform hosted and our app on the Splunk Base platform so that customers of Splunk can easily find Tego. Um, once we're on Splunk base, it's easy as like looking for an app in the app store of your fo- for your phone, um, finding, our, finding our app, clicking install, getting a license key from Tego, and then in- automatically you just start ingesting the data from Tego. Wow, that's really great. I mean, obviously you've eliminated a hurdle by instead of making the end consumer, end user completely adapt to your product, you integrate within other platforms. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about scalability of this. Right. So it's just our first integration is with Splunk. We have about nine other SIM platforms that we've targeted for development in the future. So growing our customer base through um, more integrations into other products, there's quite a few out there. Um, And then just really going after the consumers of the threat intelligence um, market, um, building on our customer base, directly marketing to those customers 
Um, some of the other SIM platforms out there are probably well-known. Um, Elastic has a SIM, IBM, QRadar, um, AT&T, Ali- uh, formerly known as Alien Vault, Exabeam, Logarithm, uh, new up-and-comers like Devo. So there, there's a lot of opportunity out there. And we are basically a SaaS model, so mm-hmm. software as a service. Um, we have a, a annual subscription of 75000 per year per license, um, so typically enterprises don't have more than one installation of their SIM platform. It's it's a tool used by their security operations team. So the enterprise typically has one installation. But let's say, for instance, they had three, then that would be three licenses for the enterprise per year at 75000 Well, clearly in listening to you over the past few minutes, you're someone who has immersed themselves in this field. Great that you're the CEO of the company. Let's learn a little bit about your background and any other key members of the management team that you've surrounded yourself with. Sure. So my background actually started as a software developer. I started off my career with the United Nations Department of Peacekeeping Operations, where I spent 12 years overseas working on peacekeeping missions um, as a software developer, then moved up into managing development teams, software architecture, and then um, actually co-founded another cybersecurity company with my husband, Troy Wilkinson, in 2015, which is focused on providing um, cybersecurity services to um, small to medium businesses. We sold that to private equity in mid-2019. Um, he actually got a fantastic job as the head of global cybersecurity operations for Fortune 300. I took a little bit of time to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up um, and decided <laughs> that I wanted to continue the entrepreneurial journey. So um, in the fall, I asked him, you know, hey, I've got this idea. You know, what do you think about this? We kind of, um, you know, threw ideas back and forth. And then in September 2019, we co-founded Tego Cyber to build the threat intelligence platform. Um, So we have also on the management team is Troy, uh, my husband, who is a cybersecurity rock star on his own right. Um, He started his career in law enforcement doing IT forensic investigations. So um, doing investigations into things like child pornography, um, terrorism, money laundering, fraud, all those kind of things. Um, And then uh, he was uh, hired through the U.S. State Department to go overseas to the Kosovo Peacekeeping Mission, where we met. Um, He was working for both the United Nations and the European Union. And then um, he's gone, come back to the U.S., worked in security operations, um, and now is the global head of cybersecurity operations for the Fortune 300. Um, Also joined on the on the team is Michael Dave Valera. He's a 20 year old, uh, not not 20 year old. He comes with 20 years of cybersecurity and technology experience to our management team. Uh, Michael is out of New York City and just a wealth of knowledge and and a great network. And then in April, we announced uh, the addition of Chris White. Um, former deputy CISO of a Fortune 300, 30 years of cybersecurity experience, uh, technologist formerly with the U.S. Air Force, worked for General Dynamics. Um, Chris built the managed cybersecurity practice for Ernst Young, EY, um, not not too long ago. Um, and then just he comes with an incredible network and incredible wealth of uh, knowledge and uh, experience within cybersecurity. So, you know, technology within a company is great, but without a good management team behind it, you know, it, the company will struggle. So that's one of the reasons why at Tego we decided that we needed to have a strong management team with a, a good network and a lot of experience in the industry. 
Very well said and very well laid out for us as well. What a team. And I don't think Michael's going to object to you referring to him as 20 years old. Lord knows I wouldn't. (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit about what makes Tego Cyber unique. Obviously, this is a massive market where even the crumbs off of the table would make a company very successful. But how are you differentiating yourself? Right. So it is really that niche product uh, and really... One of the things that we value at Tego is listening to our clients and, and listening to the other professionals within the industry about what their frustrations are and what the shortcomings are, are of the existing solution. So, um, you know, just really taking time, listening to the needs of the market and then developing our product um, roadmap based on those to make sure that our product fits the needs of the cybersecurity professionals that are on the front lines and protecting organizations. Of course, you mentioned it, you know, just even a small percentage of the market, um, we have an accelerated path to revenue and profitability. It's a very sustainable and scalable business model as well. Um, One of the nice things is, is that we're not having to go out and create our own customer base, but we're building on top of existing customer bases. So that, that makes our sales and marketing strategy a little bit easier than going out and, you know, custom building a, a customer base from scratch high gross margins as well. Um, It doesn't, since we are software as a service and cloud-based, we have extremely high gross profit margins um, with our, with our platform, as well as, you know, the, the management team is fantastic. We have raised money primarily through friends and family. So we have a fairly low share count and tightly held by friendly investors and really, just because of the market segment that we're in, Tego is really a prime takeout target or acquisition target for other cybersecurity and technology companies. Mm, that has got to be music to the ears of the listeners today. A couple of things that jump out. High gross margins, low share count, and being able to fund it through friends and family and friendly financing, exponential growth potential, and prime takeout or acquisition target Big stuff, big news, awesome interview with you so far, Shannon. Hey, where can investors find out more about Tago Cyber? Uh, they can go to our website, tagocyber.com. Um, also, we're on social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn as Tago Cyber. Um, of course, you can always uh, email us as well, info at tagocyber.com, or you can call our offices at 855-939-0100. Well, Shannon, thanks so much for your time here today at smallcapvoice.com. We expect great things from you, your team, and Tego Cyber here in 2021 and well beyond. We look forward to checking back in with you again as more great news about your company hits the press wire right here at smallcapvoice.com. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you, Stuart. All right, for Shannon Wilkinson, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, Each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.com.
www.smallcapvoice.com. This is a broadcast of smallcapvoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. Smallcapvoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of smallcapvoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.